Okay. So you can deal with it. So you can heal. That's what I teach. Feel, deal, and heal in order to get through all of the emotional weight and baggage and stuff that's going on from before. It's not about performing more. It's not about doing better. It's not about showing up at a great, great perfectionist level. Um, It's about being filled up because you can't pour into people you're trying to lead. If you are empty, you cannot pour from an empty cup. Now, how are you going to be filled? Read another self-help book? No. How are you going to be filled? <laughs> Spending time in the word and renewing your mind, period. Like, and getting help and get people that speak life into you in truth. A podcast hosted by Jody Tree, Leader Talk, tackles various leadership strategies that cover self-development, self-leadership, including spiritual and physical health of leaders. This podcast will feature guests ranging from military leaders, thought leaders, health and nutrition leaders, spiritual leaders, nonprofit leaders, and many more. Well, all right. We're back on our next episode, and I'm so happy to have Catherine May on with us today. And she is a transformational coach. And I'm, you know, I love it. Uh, I love about transformation. I love about wellness. Uh, I love that she does weight loss uh, coaching as well. And she's been through uh, a a transformation of her own, if she's going to share with us today. And, uh, you know, we're going to just jump right into it. I'm going to introduce her and, and share you guys her bio real quick. Uh, Catherine May is a transformational, transformation wellness and weight loss coach, author, and YouTube personality who empowers Christian women to achieve holistic health God's way. I, I love that. Uh, with a unique blend of trauma-informed coaching, biblical wisdom, and emotional intelligence, Catherine guides women through a journey of inner healing and mind shift Mindset shifts. I was going to say shift shifts, but it says mind shift shifts. <laughs> she is the co- uh, author of two uh, impactful books, Behind Enemy Lies and The Healing and Truth Journal, which serves as a roadmap to breaking free from limiting beliefs and emotional barriers. And Catherine, thank you so much for coming on the show. Yeah, we appreciate you being here. Yeah, I'm so glad to be here. Thanks for inviting me on. Yeah, yeah. And I'm excited. Uh, I don't know if anybody hears it in my voice, but I, I listened to some of your, your YouTube uh, episodes and you're just rocking it. And guys, go to her. She's going to share with us her YouTube channel and everything else like that later. But, but she's helping people transform their lives and, and, and to get into a better place and a biblical place of wellness. And we're going to be talking about transformation. And Catherine, uh, what does that mean when you, you you want people to take, I guess, responsibility for their own transformation? What is that to you? And, and let us know a little bit of something that's outside yeah. of that, uh, out of the bio we just. Yeah. Well, the way I see it is, you know, transformation, I always look at transformation in, in regards to like the butterfly, right? Hmm. And so our our transformation in life is that, you know, we're born and then we learn a bunch of stuff and we grow and we shift and we change and we become right throughout life. And, uh, you know, something I always say is we're human beings, we're not human doings. And so we're becoming as we're being, and that's a process of change. And so transformation will only come if you say, Hey, like I'm, I'm going to take responsibility for this, this shift or this change. 
and growth starts to happen, right? Growth like can only happen when, when we expand, when we, when, like, if, if you eat a lot at Thanksgiving, you need a bigger pair of pants, right? You <laughs> yeah, can't yeah, that's other expansion. Smaller, <laughs> right. Yeah. You can't stay in the smaller pants. And so that's where we have to take responsibility for our, our growth. And when I say transformation, I also mean growth. Like that's change in general. And a lot of people are afraid of change. The word change, they think it's uncomfortable. They don't want to deal with it. But truly the only thing in this whole wide world that is constant is that change will always come. Mm. Really? I mean, that's just the way it is. So either we take responsibility for the way it's going to turn out. We we either let, you know, take, take life by the reins. You know, you got one and Jesus got the other, or you just let life happen to you. Mm. And you just go with the flow and you say, well, it's because of them. It's because of this. It's because of that situation, circumstance, whatever else it is that I'm in this place today that I'm in. It's all, it's all this, this or their fault. Right. And so that's where I think that I, I started learning at a very early age that I had the ability to change my life. I did not have to stay the course that I was on. I could do something different. And when the pain of staying the same got greater than the pain of change, I began to change. And the Bible is very clear about transformation in Romans 12, 2. It says you will be transformed in this only way is by renewing your mind. So I had to start with the mindset. I had to drop all the junk. I had to deal with the, the, the victim mentality and all of the thoughts I had about it has to be this way and, and why it was this way and blaming and, and all the things, right? Like I had to just get, get real with myself, get honest with myself, get honest before the Lord, humble myself and like eat some dirt a little bit and go, okay, like, Oh, I need to work on that. Okay. That's fine. That's fine. Let's do this too. So it's just a constant um, process. So transformation is, is just that all, all about that to me. I don't think that we just decide I'm going to change one day and then suddenly, you know, we're somebody different tomorrow. It's a process. It's a lifetime of, of change. And I think that once we're done changing, we're in, we, we we've left this earth. And we're going to change until forever transformation continues to happen. But sometimes we get stuck in the process. We get stuck in our, in our wanting to go from, you know, where we are to where we want to be and we need a little help. And that's what I come along and help women do. So, no, yeah. man, I, I, Hey guys, she just came in firing with both guns and blade. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was, uh, and that was super cool because sometimes we need that. Right. Um, I've experienced that myself when I was going through a little, uh, a rut, it was in 2008. And then I had somebody, uh, who was one of my supervisors kick me in the butt and she said, stop complaining and do something. Yeah. Right. And, <laughs> and for lack of a better term, Catherine is basically saying, stop complaining and do something. Cause sometimes we, we just need to take a hard look and say, stop blaming other people and take some actions, do what you can do. Right. And then Catherine, I, uh, I know I said a short bio of you, but Catherine's been there, done that, bought the t-shirt. And can, can you share with our audience? Like, Hey, what, what was uh, something that you had to, and I know what the answer is, but for the audience, like, what was something that you had to like, take a hard look at yourself and say, look, I need to do something. Right. right. Walking in wallowness basically and self yeah. blaming everybody else. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, honestly, God is still working on me in this area. And I've been on this journey since I, I started learning about self-development and the, that I had the ability to shift the trajectory of my life when I was in my early twenties and I'm, I'm 40, I'll be 41 soon. Um, and so I've been doing this a long time. And even recently the Lord said to me, Catherine, you want change in your life. 
but you don't want to have to change anything in your life. Okay. And okay. I was like, yeah, I thought, what are you talking about? Look at all I've changed, God. How could you say that to me? But he, he was, he was right about an area. So we compartmentalize things in our life. And that's what I was doing. I had changed all these things. I had dealt with all these, these other things, but I had still some things within me you know, pertaining to my physical health that I had not wanted to release. And I had not really thought God cared much about my physical mm-hmm. health as far as what I ate, how much I took care of my body on the outside until I realized that our bodies are a temple of the Holy Spirit. And that so much of the decisions that I was making about food or actions or inactions, I call them like the decisions to do or not do came from a place of feeling, you know, still things that I needed change in right transformation and in mindset shifts in and to be renewed. And that was like my worth and value at a greater level. I needed to release some stuff that I, that I had made agreements with. Mm. And I wanted my waistline to shrink I wanted the, the rock and hot body, right? I wanted to do all the things, you know, but I really didn't want to have to work for it. And God's like, okay, so you want change, but you just want somebody to come along and do it for you. So that's where diets come in, where I was like, oh, I'll just go and do this diet and I'll go and do that diet where I could stay on it for a couple of weeks. And then suddenly, you know, I might lose 10 pounds and go awesome. Like I'm a supermodel. Now I'm going to eat all the Snickers and Doritos that, that I can handle. <laughs> and that's, that was the vicious cycle of my life. And yeah. so God was like, Hey, actually it's a deeper than that. This matters to me a lot. And so we're going to deal with this. If you really want change, it looks like work and it is work because there's this, this intentionality that had to come where mm-hmm. I spent time saying, okay, I'm going to make this decision. I'm going to go the different route. I'm going to take my health in a different direction. And it's going to be with God at the helm, not the diet industry and not all the things that I thought I knew and that the world says I need to do for health. And it's not about a number on the scale. It's not about all these other things I used to think it was about. And so just recently went on this journey with God over the last couple of years of just getting to the point where I had been transformed. I had been, had to submit all this stuff to him because I've been through a lot of abuse, a lot. I grew up, you know, being abused as a child. And then this is why I wrote the book behind enemy lies, because the enemy took the circumstances of my life and held me in this like self-imposed prison in, in my mind. And I thought these things because of circumstances, because this happened to me, this must be the truth. Mm-hmm. And so the enemy caused me to believe all these lies by showing me evidence that was real and then distorting the truth. And so I was believing all these things about me, which also led to, you know, me eating to protect myself because I thought I had to, to put on this protective layer and, you know, all these other things, but nobody came and held my hand and said, Catherine, you need to change these things. I had to make the decision within myself that I see, I see a gap. I see a problem. I see an issue. And I, I want to be used for God in any way that he, he would seize fit. And these were things that were hindering me, or I could see myself continuously tripping over and skinning my knees on. And Mm -hmm. I just was tired of being in pain over it. And so, like I said, the pain of change, right, needed to become, uh, or the pain of, uh, yeah, change needed to become greater than the pain of staying, or pain of staying the same needed to become greater than the pain of change. And that's what happened. And Mm -hmm. yeah, so, yeah. (laughs) Wow, wow, wow. Guys, guys, I, I, I love this because intentionality is a big deal. And some people just say, oh, yeah, I got to be intentional. I say, no, for real. 
the I know the the scripture tells us what is it in uh, three John one two, it says I pray that you may enjoy good health, that you, it may go well with you even as your soul goes well. Or and there's other ones that say as your we he wants our to be us to be in health bodily as our spirit is healthy. So you're right. God wants us to have health, right? As our yeah. soul prospers, he he wants he wants everything. He wants everything about us to be in abundance. Because in John ten ten, God says, or Jesus said it himself. He said he wants us to have life and life more abundantly. He he didn't say to have a future life, life like present tense. And and I love that 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 you're coming here going through your own journey. You've had some success. God's helped you through that process. And guys, she is, she's sharing with you. Like, look, I'm here to help you with that journey. And I love the way you say that. It's like, you're tripping over the same thing, tripping over the same thing. And you guys, you might, you might be feeling that too. It's like, why am I still going through this mess? Why am I still going through this, going around the same mountain all the time? And sometimes you need a like a Catherine to say, Hey, look, I'm here to help you. I'm here to guide you through the process so you're not going over the same mountain again, going over the same path, wondering why I'm still dealing with this mess. And sometimes it's when we say, hey, I need to do weight loss. And then Catherine is here. Is, okay, it's about the weight loss. Let's help you with the weight loss. But hey, there's something a little bit here, a little bit deeper. I'm going to help you through that because that's actually the root of the issue. For you to experience weight loss, you have to take a step back and say, look, let me get over this little hurdle from the past. And I, I know what you're talking about. I've been there, done that, bought the t-shirt and, and it's still a journey, but I have coaches and mentors. Catherine's a coach and a mentor for women who want to get over that tripping hazard <laughs> for lack of a better term to better health and wellness and experience the fullness and the abundance that God has for you. But um, for the people out there who say, all right, Catherine, you know what? I hear you. Uh, so what is like a practical step that I can take right now to, 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 I guess, do that one, 1% in a better direction? Do you, you know, what, what is that thing that yeah. they might be looking for? <laughs> All right, folks, time for a sponsor break. Hey guys, have you ever wanted to start your own podcast? Well, here's your opportunity. If you have a kingdom mindset, and you've been struggling to just start your podcast, again, here is your opportunity. We're going to be conducting a five-day challenge. We're calling it Your Voice Matters Challenge. And we want you to join us because we're going to have experts, podcast experts coming on to teach you how to start your podcast. And look, we're going to help you get over the tech. We're going to help you to find your message, to find your audience, and build your podcast from scratch with little to no money out of your pocket. So join us on the five day podcast challenge because your voice matters. We want you there. Join us again. Look, we're going to take out all the jitters. We're going to take out all the fears so you can have your podcast and be effective and share with your audience, your passion. Join us. Use the link below. Use the link below. And come on in. Bye-bye. All right. Back to our episode. Well, I mean, honestly, just come well, being honest, <laughs> let's just say that, like just being honest with yourself and where you're at 
looking at where you want to go. And then you had mentioned the mountain, you know, going around the same mountain over and over again, but you can see your other mountain. You can see the mountain you're supposed to be on. It's off in the distance, like 20 miles away. You can see it over there, but you just don't know how to get there. And so you just need somebody to come along and give you like the roadmap to get here, take this trail, you know, don't step here. You'll fall off the cliff. You know, there's a big jungle over there. You're going to get eaten by a snake, you know, go this way. You need the... (laughs) The roadmap. You need somebody who, who's been there before you that can turn around and say, here, take my hand. Here's the roadmap. So you don't go through the minefield and get your leg blown off, right? They know where the mines are. They know where, where the traps are. They can give you the, the, the process, right? The map to get there. And so if you get in your car and you have no idea where you're going to start driving to, and you just start driving, you're going to end up in a place you never meant to be. Because you don't even really know where you meant to be to begin with. So ultimately, you need to be honest with yourself about where you are and where you want to go and then get the help that you need to get there by any means necessary. Like humble yourself. It's okay to ask for help. That's so super important. So I think being self-led does not mean doing it by yourself. (laughs) It means doing it with linking arms, right? With people that can help you and in the Holy Spirit that will guide you. He's the greatest counselor of all. And spending time Like turn off the TV, turn off all the distractions, even turn off all this amazing learning, right? Like turn off all of it and just sit quietly and start writing what's going on in your mind, writing down your goals, writing down not just your goals, but who do you want to become? Because goal setting is not actually biblical, like except for, you know, running towards the prize. Paul talks about, you know, endurance to, to run your race towards the prize, but it's not a goal. It's about the process. It's about becoming. So we're human beings. Like I said, we're not human doings. And so it's very important to look at our life in this way of becoming who you want to be, because everything we do comes out of our identity and who we believe we are, who we've been told we are, who that, you know, who we act, how, how we believe, right? We, because our thoughts actually create beliefs in within us, strongholds and beliefs and systems within us and our reticular activating system in our mind starts to look for evidence. It scans for evidence to support all of our beliefs and all of our thoughts. And then what happens the result is our actions or inactions, which is the fruit that shows up on the outside of the tree. The root system is the thoughts and the beliefs. So what is the fruit that's growing on the outside? That's your actions or your inactions. And sometimes you're, you're, you're producing all this yucky fruit or you're trying to chop off the branch and, and act, you know, act like it's going to produce fruit for you again next year. <laughs> and it's not, you chop the branch off, it's laying on the ground, it's dying. It can't produce fruit. You need somebody that's going to come along and help you sometimes. And that is okay. I definitely needed that. God gave me amazing checkpoint people in my life. I did, I discuss that in great detail in my book and, um, how journaling and how sitting quietly and journaling isn't like keeping a diary, like dear diary, this happened today. Journaling is a proven method for helping even reduce blood pressure, believe it or not, um, causing your whole body to just relax and release. And in order to release you know, all this stuff that's going on inside of you. It's not about running harder, pushing faster, piling more on top, being more distracted. It's about like calming yourself down, literally saying, I release everything and everything to you, everyone and everything to you, Lord. And here, here's all the stuff that I've been holding on to. And there was a study done. I know this is difficult because 
like I'm getting ready to tell you something that might blow your mind that there, this study they did with 30 women and 30 men, and they had them go into a room, silent room, where it was like one of those that you couldn't hear anything at all, the soundproof rooms. And they gave them a button and they said, this button, if you push this button, it'll shock you and it's going to hurt. It's not going to kill you, but it's really going to hurt. Okay. You have to sit in here with yourself quietly for five minutes and that's it. You just have to sit in here alone with you and your thoughts for five minutes. If you can't handle it, push the button and we'll let you out. We'll let you come out of the room. Out of the 30 women, they said like a crazy high percentage, like 58% of the women actually push the button to shock themselves and get out of the situation of sitting quietly for five minutes. They they would rather feel physical pain than sit with themselves. And they said a percentage of men and the percentage of men was higher than the percentage of women. So women can sit a little bit longer than the men could, but it doesn't matter. Regardless, the numbers were still very high. And it was alarming to me because I thought, wow, that's true. If we sit with ourselves and we hear what's going on up there, it can seem to it seem as though it would overwhelm us. But the mm. truth is, that's the only way to release it. That's the only way to get rid of it. That's the only way to know what's going on in there so that you can feel it. Okay. So you can deal with it. So you can heal. That's what I teach. Feel, deal, and heal in order to get through all of the emotional weight and baggage and stuff that's going on from before. It's not about performing more. It's not about doing better. It's not about showing up at a great, great perfectionist level. Um, It's about being filled up because you can't pour into people you're trying to lead. If you are empty, you cannot pour from an empty cup. Now, how are you going to be filled? Uh, Read another self-help book? No. How are you going to be filled? (laughs) Spending time in the word and renewing your mind, period. Like, and getting help and getting people that speak life into you in truth. Wow, 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 wow. Wow. That, That was something else. That was something else because I guess, what does it say in Psalm, uh, even Psalm 46, 10, I think it is, uh, the Lord tells us to be still and know that he is the Lord. And I like the, there's another version that says, um, stop your fighting amongst yourselves. And sometimes we're fighting in our brain so much about all these different things. And we don't let the Lord be the Lord over all of it and give him reins and guide us through those things that we want resolution on. And it's, it's such an important thing, guys, 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 hopefully you're writing this stuff down. And I I wrote down, she said, one of the biggest things, and this, this is difficult that you're they're They're going to folks, you're going to need Catherine's help on this part because it says have an honest assessment of where you are. I wrote that down, honest assessment. And sometimes we don't want to be honest with it because the, the truth and reality is that God's been trying to say, give me that. Just, just let me have that. Cause my, what does he say? He says, my burden is light. Take upon my yoke, which is easy. My burden is light. And sometimes we just want to hold on to it because we want to justify. It's like, no, they did this to me. I got to hold on to this. It's mine. And God's like, no, I don't want it to be yours because you're having a hard time with it. Hello. <laughs> so for that person, um, Catherine, that says, look, I, I, you know what? I, I do want to make an honest assessment of where I'm at right now to start their journey, but I'm kind of hesitant because there might be some pain behind it. You know, how, how can you encourage them to go ahead and take that step? You know, 
Well, okay. Yeah. Choose your heart. <laughs> Just choose your heart. I'm sorry. I am very straightforward to the point. What you're dealing with right now is hard. What you're going to deal with is hard, but Hey, choose your heart. The, the greatest promise though, is that the end of the hard that you're going to choose for your transformation and to face your emotions and to face, face the pain, whether it's that you've been a victim of abuse or abandonment or neglect, or you've been um, seriously hurt, or you just have all these things. Maybe a teacher said something terrible to you or whatever it is you got going on in your mind. It's not going to actually overwhelm you like you think, because you're covered and protected. The father is not going to give you anything more than what you can handle as far as like, you're, you're not going to fall. He's, you may bend, but you won't break. Let me just say it like that. He, he will, he will, may cause pressure, but it's for expansion. Okay. The pressure is for expansion. You need some bigger pants. That's fine. Get some bigger pants. Okay. No problem. But what you're dealing with right now is hard because you have no end in sight. If you don't release it, if you don't deal with it. So there's no end in sight. It's hard still for sure. You're carrying around this burden. You have this really cool, like I said this today in my Bible study on YouTube, I said, you know, we we're carrying around these really cool backpacks and they're like Louis Vuitton backpacks and they're so pretty. And then we just walk around and we pick up all these hurts and we pick up all these pains and we pick up all these words and we, and they're like big rocks and boulders and some are pebbles. And we just keep putting them in our cool Louis Vuitton backpacks. And we walk around with them and we think, well, we look awesome, but we are weighed down. Our backs are hurting physically. Our backs are hurting physical, like back pain has a lot to do with emotional trauma and turmoil and our bodies hold on to trauma at the cellular level. So we need to deal with it. There's specific strategic ways to deal with trauma at the cellular level to get it out, to be rid of it. And God has, there's a lot of correlations in the Bible between trauma and a lot, especially David talked about it a lot, uh, trauma in our, in our emotions and physical pain in our body. So it has a lot to do with each other. And so it's very important. So you're just, you're dealing with hard right now. You're facing perfectionism. You're trying to run and push through all the hurdles. You're trying to do it all in your own strength. You're trying to hope nobody ever finds out about your problems. You're holding on to anger. You're being mean to people around you. Like you can't push through that's holding God's plans back from what he wants to do. It's like a wall. He can't get through. And so you're just beating your head up against the wall. That's pretty painful. So then on the other hand, you're going to face all those emotions. You're going to deal with all the things. You're going to walk through some, maybe some difficult times. Guess what? You might even cry. Oh, that's okay. Cause tears are physically healing, scientifically proven. And that's funny because the Bible already said what science proves over and over again, that tears are, are healing. And it, you physically will heal when you release tears. It's amazing what happens in our body when we cry. You can go Google it. It's pretty cool. Um, but when you finally get through all those things that you feel like are too much for you to handle and you're not going to be able to do it, I can't, it's too much. It's embarrassing. I don't want to relive it. It's being relived within you anyway, mm. uh, whether you realize it or not. So you're operating out of the lens, like you're putting on glasses and you're looking at everything through that lens and it's causing the outcomes to be what they are. And maybe they, they're not what you want. And so at the end of that journey, the heart is over in that area. So you have an end in sight. So that's the difference. I think you just pick your heart, know right away, that's not going to be a cakewalk. It's not easy. It really isn't easy. And there's going to be times of just, this is work and this is sacrifice. And this takes just really serious intentionality. Like we talked about already. It's not just about, oh, that's a novel idea or a wonderful thing to think about maybe doing one day. It actually takes you doing it because that's the only way to get from being a caterpillar to a butterfly. And you know, the process that caterpillars go through is painful. 
it's so painful. They have to go literally like hang upside down, break their heads off to create the cocoon. What? Nobody knows this. What? They break their heads off. Their cocoons are made, right? They have this hard shell. They're in there and they're being ripped apart, literally like to be transformed into a completely new creature. They can't get out early. If they get out of that cocoon early, you go try and help them out early. They die. If you, if they try to fly before their wings are dry, when they finally struggle bus out of that thing and they're fine and they get out and they're hanging upside down, if they try to take off too fast and the timing's wrong, they die. Their wings have to dry. So once they get to the end of that process and they're flying around and they're, they're doing the beautiful thing we all love to watch, they can never go back to being a caterpillar. They can't. That's the way it is. And that's the way our lives should be too. If you're constantly going back and forth and back and forth and back and forth, like, I think I'm healed. I'm not healed. I think I'm healed. I'm not healed. Well, there's transformation hasn't truly occurred then. You haven't gone through Mm -hmm. enough time or, or pain, unfortunately, you know, it's, and not to say that you'll always be in so much pain. It just may be for a minute that you can get through it. Right. Cause in order to heal, you have to feel, we have to start there have to. Mm. So it's about feel, deal, and heal. You feel it, allow yourself to feel it, deal with it. And how you deal with it is all the strategies that I know that I give you. And then you can heal and it's gone. It's really gone. It doesn't keep coming back. You don't go back to caterpillar mode. Mm. Wow. Wow. (laughs) That is so good. That is so good. And I didn't know that about the the caterpillar process. That's pretty, that's pretty wild. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. I, I I have no comment. That was just super awesome. Um, be, but before we go, before we go, um, you have a book and it's behind enemy lies. And uh, can you give us a, like a little synopsis, uh, like a one minute synopsis and then where we can find it and where we can find more about you, Instagram, all that good stuff. Sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can find my book on Amazon. Uh, you can get anywhere books are sold, but Amazon is just the place everybody loves to go. Um, and the book, as far as what it's all about, is really my story. It's my story of coming from this place of believing all these lies about myself because of circumstances to being free and the transformation process that God led me through how self-development had so much to do with it also, but that God really showed up for me in amazing ways, uh, through the trauma, through the pain, through the abuse. And if he did it for me, he'll do it for you. And not only can he do it for you, but he wants to do it for you. You are just as valuable and loved as I am. I say it all the time. I'm his favorite, but guess what? So are you. So are you. And so the book is really just about freedom. I wrote it to comfort others with the same comfort I was comforted with, which is my mission is just to help as many other people to break free. That's that's actually like my battle cry that we are taking back what the enemy stole in our lives. We will no longer lay back and do the pretty things, the religious things like, no, we're done with that. Like I'm done. And I'm going to, I'm going to win. I I mean, I already win. Jesus said that in this world, we will have trouble and we do, but guess what? Good news. And we will overcome, right? (laughs) We will overcome. You've overcome the world. We win. So there's no, there's no need to like lay around in our victim mentality. And so it's really a story about saying what like Jesus did at the the well, you know, or the, the pool of Bethesda that the, there was an invalid at the pool of Bethesda. I'll be really quick. I know we're at our ending time here, but, um, that he said, you know, when he, when he went to heal this man, he was lame. He was laid there for 30 plus years. And he came up straight to the man laying there who could never get to the pool. And he said, do you want to be healed? And I thought when I first read that, I thought, what in the world? That was the dumbest question. Jesus, why would you ask that? But that's how I talked to Jesus. He loves me anyway. And so I'm like, that was a dumb question. Of course he wants to be healed. And so I had to read into that further and ask him, why'd you ask that? And he started to show me it's because 
That man had to want it. He had to choose to drop his victim mentality because his excuse was, yeah, but so-and-so gets there first, but they always step on me and, you know, all the things. And so it's like, well, the, yeah, of course he wants to be healed, but here's all the reasons why I can't be healed. And Jesus says, once again, do you want to? And he had to choose. And the minute he chose, yes, I want to, in an instant, he was healed. He didn't have to go Mm. through a process of pain. He just was in an instant, right? God can do the same thing for you, but we have to decide uh, you know, do we want to continue to stay a victim and blame everybody else? Do we want to live in our junk or do we want to get help? Do we want to be healed? Do we want to say, yes, I need to be, I want to be healed because it can be scary to live in a, in a world that we're unfamiliar with when we're used to carrying around our Louis Vuitton bag and our chains. And when we're free of those, Ooh, I don't know if I know how to live like that. Well, guess what you do and you can, you know, and it's not that scary, but we have to drop that victim mindset. And so that's really what the book is all about. Just showing how that happened, showing some amazing miracles God did in my life of my exodus <laughs> from exiting uh, abuse and, and all the things and that I didn't have to continue to live in that. And so that was the point. And I coupled it with a journal called the healing and truth journal, which you can also pick up on Amazon to teach you how to journal, you know, in a way that you can hear the voice of God discuss discover your identity or solidify your identity in Christ at a deeper level. And then if you want more information about the, the weight loss transformation and and all that kind of stuff, I really work with women um, through this process of change. And we just go through, you know, this whole process of internal work, dropping the weight first internally, then we work on the external stuff. So I know how to lose weight. I've lost 65 pounds doing this very same thing, not dieting because <laughs> no, no, no. I've lost over 400 pounds probably in my lifetime dieting, like lose gain, lose gain, but this way has really worked. And so this is what I show women now. And you can find out all about that at biblicalbodyplan.com. And, uh, and you can find me on Instagram, TikTok. I'm, I'm on YouTube at Catherine May. And, uh, also on Facebook, you can join my revitalized biblical wellness Facebook group. So yeah, it's all the things. Man, mic drop. That's it. That's <laughs> it. <laughs> Go to it. Check her out. Feel, deal and heal. I, I love that. And, and that's where she leads women through that process of dealing, you know, feeling, you know, feeling all the feels then dealing with it and then going through the healing process. And uh, man, guys, you'll get all the links below in our description to check, check her out, check out our Bible study, check out it, get her book. Just, just get the book. Don't even think about it. Just go over there and get the book. Um, also, uh, I always like to give our guests um, just one more, whatever God put on your heart for our audience um, before we head out. Is there anything you want to share with them? Well, just, you know, when I, when I go back to thinking about, um, you can't pour from an empty cup, you know, that whole concept, because we're leaders. If you're listening to this podcast, you're a leader. You're like, I, I've put the badge on, I've raised my hand and I said, I'm a leader. Okay. So if you're a leader, if you're just, a, just a mom, I don't even like saying that just a mom, moms are a big deal, but if you're just a mom, you're a leader like automatic, guess what? You didn't ask for it, but you got it. Okay. So we're all leaders here listening to this, right? So you can't pour from an empty cup. You cannot lead others well, if you are not taking care of yourself. And Jesus says the two greatest commandments to love the Lord, your God with all your heart, mind, and soul, and to love your neighbor as yourself. How in the world can you love your neighbor, which is everyone you lead, everyone you meet, everyone in the grocery store, wherever, how can you love them? Well, if you don't love you, 
if you're not taking care of you. So he says, love your neighbor as yourself. And the world has taken self-love to a crazy place. This is not about self-love narcissistically. This is about loving yourself. God created you fearfully and wonderfully made, knit you together in your mother's womb. He knows you intimately, right? He knows you. And so it's very important that you start to fill yourself up to pay attention to you. And just like when we're on the airplane and they, they give you the whole thing, the spiel at the beginning, they say this thing, if the air mask falls from the the ceiling, put yours on before assisting others. You can't want to assist grandma because you love her so much. And you're like, I want to serve and lead and I'm going to help her. And you're going to be dead. You can't, you got to put yours on first. So find ways that you can fill yourself up. And they, this, sometimes people get a little misconstrued about the self-care thing too. And they go, okay, well, that means I need to go get a massage, get my nails done, take a hot bath, go play golf. No, that is fine. Those are fun things, right? Those are things we enjoy. They do bring relaxation into our lives, but they are not necessarily the self-care that's going to lead you to fullness, to overflowing, to pour into someone else's life. And so if you are struggling in areas, then you're not taking care of yourself, maybe your diet or exercise, your mental health. If you're not taking care of those things and you go take a bath and you could leave the bath and you go outside of the hot bath, your problems are still waiting for you. Your, you know, (laughs) unhealthy body and mind is still on the outside of that tub. You've got to deal with the internal stuff. And that takes things nobody really likes to just sit down and do like, what are you so excited to do? I'm going to go journal. No, I've never heard that in my life. And I actually do like to journal, but I've still never said that. So it's very (laughs) important (laughs) to fill yourself up first. And if you haven't, um, if you know you're struggling with emotional eating, this is a big deal. If you haven't, I know you talked about the Bible study, but we're going through a 40 day Bible study, which you can catch on replays. So you don't have to go through it live with us, but it'll be on replays. I would encourage you to go and be filled with that Bible study, you know, just go and go through that. It's 40 days, eight weeks. I know that's a commitment, but even if you go through a couple of them, I guarantee the Lord is going to speak something healing and revolutionary and revolutionary, revelatory and revolutionary. Those are two words we're trying to come together (laughs) at the same time. So be filled, be filled. And how do we be filled with the Holy spirit, right? We need to be filled so we can pour, you know, we have a measure just praying and asking God for that to be pressed down, you know, shaken, running over so that we can pour into others because we can't not do that well if we're not taking the time for us even though we want to serve all the people you will just you got to be filled first sometimes mm-hmm. that starts with being emptied though okay Mm-mm-mm. that is so good that is so good that's that's a whole podcast in and of itself right there i mean that's that's a teaching in and of itself proper self-care and uh i, I love that um we had to learn that in our marriage uh to even do self-care for the for our relationship you know as well as ourselves you know, and, and you can look in different ways, you know, Hey guys, we like to go fishing, like to go work out, whatever the case may be. I don't like fishing. I just, you know, I'd rather go hang out on the beach and just listen to the waves, you know? So it's yeah. different things, different things, different methods. Yeah. So, uh, and, but thank you again, Catherine, for coming on, sharing your story, uh, sharing, uh, of yourself and being vulnerable because you, you know, it, it's, it's a process, you know, even as leaders, as coaches, we share with our clients, Hey, look, I've been there, done that. And we're, we may be reliving some of those things, but it we're, we're, we're reliving it from a healed place and people see your heart and they'll hear your heart. They look, you want them to get into that healed place as well. Because when we get to that healed place, you know, what? like you said, we can pour into others and we can see others that, that, that are going through the pain, the process, 
but we can help from a healed place. And that's that, that's, I truly appreciate you coming on. And that's why I had you on. Cause I, you know, when we initially uh, met each other in that mastermind, I was like, man, you know what? She has a message. She's going to bring hope and healing and transformation to people. Uh, but guys, check her out, go to her website, check out her book, uh, behind enemy lies. It's super awesome. Uh, I, I love it. I just love this because it's, it's, it's up there up front behind enemy lies and getting healing uh, out of the process. And guys, thank you for being on. Thank you, Kathy. Uh, Kathy You're for welcome. Being on. Let me come. <laughs> yeah. And hopefully we'll have you on again, maybe next year and, and talk about your next book. You know, if you got a next book in there. <laughs> yeah. God has given me several. I just need to be obedient, find the time to do right. Then. <laughs> uh, but thank you again, guys, check her out. Thank you for being on our, our episode. Don't forget to like and subscribe and go to her YouTube channel, like, and subscribe as well. And like I always say, have a positive expectation of God's goodness in your life each and every day. God bless you guys. So hope you enjoyed this episode. Don't forget to like and subscribe to this podcast and share this podcast because there, you know, you need to get leadership tips out there and have a positive expectation of God's goodness in your life each and every day. Hey, if you want to find out more about what I do, go to joedetree.com. Go to joedetree.com and see what we're up to. Talk to you later. Bye-bye.